The fifth in the series of our English country guides, Norfolk is characterised by the breadth and variation of its countryside. Celebrated for its dramatic arched skies and expansive landscape. In a series of journeys that crisscrossed the country, I visited over 100 villages and market towns, ranging from Cromer to Hunston on the North Norfolk coast to the King's Lynn over by the Wash. I stayed at Wroxham, centre of the Broads, and explored many lesser known hamlets nestling deep in this fascinating and historic part of East England. Additional information was kindly provided by local specialists, for example a history of Norwich Cathedral by Malcolm Carter, and by Joy, official guide to Burnham Thorpe, about Nelson's childhood. The book includes sidebars of useful information, with route maps and a comprehensive directory of Norfolk services. First journey, around the coast, 1st of April 2011. I'm about 10 miles from Norwich, driving on a broad, clear, straight road, a truck ahead with a tree strapped to its trailer. On this first run, I'm planning to go through Norwich city centre, then over to Fakenham, and maybe up to Cromer, staying at Wells next to the sea. Seen a few isolated cottages here. Thurton. About nine miles from Norwich. It's in a spare landscape, a church over there behind a cluster of trees. So what does Thurton have to offer? A garage, an inn, the Georgian Dragon, a road goes towards Ashby St. Mary. Lots of new build here. A typical Norfolk landscape. Red earth, a close of poplars planted on the horizon as a windbreak, and the characteristic dramatic high sky. Here is the main body of Thurton, a mixed collection of dwellings. No shops sighted. It is located on a main arterial road, so lots of commercial traffic going to Norwich. Great container lorries are pulled in at a truck stop for refreshments. There's a barn of a working farm. Silver birch trees are planted in the borders. I pass a broken down cottage, black painted brick and its neighbour, a dull red brick house of a curious construction, rather beaten up dwellings. The road to the right leads to Rockland two miles away. Ashby and Heslington are to the left. I imagine the place becomes quite desolate in the winter. Even so, it has a low-key charm. Over on the right, a Dutch-style gabled building and sight of a massive stack of wheat straw bales in this working farm. There's a distance of about a mile between each hamlet. Notting Yelverton and Co. stockist of white vans. No stores here, so I guess residents go shopping in Norwich. Over on the right, Slade Lane. On the left, Yelverton. Slade Lane has pink-washed bungalows. For hospitality, there is the Gull Inn. There's a restaurant and a coffee shop, and the Highway Garden Centre, facing the exit to Rampton Lane and Walners Lane and the Sallow Lane. Here's a private dwelling with an impressive conservatory, a pub, the Framlingham Piggott. Norwich Outskirts At a major junction on the B1132, there's a sewage works to the right and Bungay to the left. Porringland is three miles away. At this junction, Swatham, Ipswich... Thetford, to the left, Great Yarmouth, to the right. On the outskirts of Norwich, passing the football ground, on the way to the city centre. The A1054. First sight of Norwich with a series of brown brick 1960s built, squashed, terraced houses, ramped up the hill. On the right, a big block of flats. Here is thrifty car rental, facing a spa convenience store. Approaching Norwich from the east side, St. Stephen's Mall, John Lewis, the riverside. Kurtzford Drive to the right, a little estate, 
A higgledy mixture of period buildings. Typical city outskirts. A patchwork of unplanned settlement, interspersed by raggedy convenience store, car dealerships, and industrial units. Remaining evidence of the older, smaller cottages. Tuttington is over on the right. A gypsy trailer site with floating rubbish and dogs wandering or sleeping, fenced in beside the road. Bidwells has five and a half acres of land for sale.